0: Hello and you're listening to Take Me Back to My Virtual Reality. It's time to Trooper Transform and do it to it as we am, as ourselves in the world. I can't do it when I say do it to it. I keep trying <laughs> though. I'm your host, Mark, and I'm joined by the other one that's
1: also a host. Yeah, let me out of here. I can smell every french fry you've had in this car. <laughs> uh, I'm Rob. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
0: I feel a bit rusty because it's it's been like a few weeks since we recorded last.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought that, but then I watched the episode, I was like, no, we're not rusty, it's just the show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the show that's rusty, not us. Since we last recorded, though, uh, because uh, Super Sentai and Kamen Rider has gone on hiatus due to obvious pandemic reasons... Yes. Um, uh, and most, and only like one or two of the anime I'm watching is still actually going because of that as well. Mm. Uh, I've been watching a bit more Spielban. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it's, it's a bit, well, I've been generally enjoying it, but it is very, very simplistic. Like I watched, Jew uh, Ranger, which is the original show that Power Rangers takes its footage from yes. uh, a few months ago and it was fine, but. Like you know, it's very kiddie, um, and I mean, you know, it's a kids' TV show, so whatever. But considering they tend to go a little bit deeper with the story stuff these days, hmm. uh, in Super Sentai and Kamen Rider, it was just kind of a bit of a shock to the system to see something so light. Plus, uh, Diana, she's in this short skirt, which co- which is constantly riding up, so you can see her panties, and it's so weird. Oh God! Because like, oh, because ah, of course these, it these is. Kids, yeah, these kids are perving on this young woman. It's like. Mm. Uh, she's kinda badass though, and like in one scene she's fighting the skugs or actually I forgot what they're called in uh Spielban, but uh she kind of fights a couple and then she does like a role and during her role she transforms into Diana Lady and then shoots a couple dudes and that's kinda fun. Oh nice. <laughs> um, yeah. And they keep doing this thing which I think is hilarious where because um, 'cause you'll see JB and Caitlin use their kind of laser guns. Mm. Um but in Spielban um they'll kind of do a bit more explicitly like they'll shoot one of the skugs' heads and then there'll be like a close up of stock footage of the head fucking exploding oh my and god and fantastic <laughs> and like it's just a robot head but I guess they didn't want to put that into <laughs> um, VR troopers so uh, there Amazing. we go but yeah no uh, it, it's still quite fun like still some great effects uh, and it always opens in the kind of this great way of like spiel with this ridiculous kind of headset that's supposed to be alien that he speaks to Dana with mm. and he's driving around in his jeep in his ridiculous puffy <laughs> leather jacket and there's a and like he's doing his patrols and looking for his sister and father um and yeah it, it, it's so quite funny I'll, I'll get to metalda I'm wondering how much different it is i uh, I think I do want to mention some Matalda stuff when we get to it in this episode though speaking of Matalda which character has his suit it's none other than Ryan yes and he's played by Brad Hawkins and today I want to talk a bit about Brad Hawkins uh, so Brad was born on the 13th of January 1976 and he was 18 years old when he was cast as Ryan Steele and VR Troopers which was his first major acting gig uh, he comes from Dallas, Texas, uh, although slightly kind of a- around that area. Mm. Uh, he apparently had been a brown belt in karate when he was younger, uh, but on, from interviews I've seen, he mainly talks about not really remembering much and had to have Michael teach him stuff and some form teach him stuff during shooting of the show. Uh, he's in every episode of VR Trooper because I guess he's the main character. He also had minor roles in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, where he claims he would have been the White Ranger. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, while well, Jason David Frank, who played Tommy, was going to be the star of Cybertron, which was the original name of the R Troopers. that we mentioned this in the first two episodes. Yes. Um, he ended up being the voice of the Gold Ranger, but did not play the triplets when they weren't the Gold Ranger. Uh, and then those powers were passed to Austin St. John, who played Jason, the original Red Ranger. Um, so after that, he took a sabbatical from acting to pursue a quite successful country music singing career. Oh, okay. Uh, had a couple of yeah, had a couple of top 10 music videos along the way and he opened for other country singers like Faith Hill, Tim McGraw, Toby Keith and the Dixie Chicks, most of which I've never really heard of and don't really know about. <laughs> so, I'm not I'm not a fan of country. I'm a little more rock and roll, as they say. Um, <laughs> Before and after his hiatus, he a few guest roles and a few big network TV shows like Walker, Texas Ranger, the one with Chuck Norris, mm. uh, JAG, its spin-off, NCIS, CSI, Monk, and all those other kind of weekly episodic shows where they need a big revolving cast of guest stars and such. But the main thing he's done really is uh, do a lot of voices in mostly anime. So D. Man*, Kasha and Sins, which I think is quite good because that's... Uh, Kishun is sort of a transforming hero to a degree. Yes. Um, Soul Eater, Eden of the East, A Certain Scientific Railgun, Format Alchemist Brotherhood, High School, DXD, Hyoka, One Piece, Garo the Animation, again, very apt because he was a transforming hero. My Hero Academia, Black Clover, Tokyo Ghoul, This Turning Anime, uh, That Time I Got reincarnated as a Slime, which is a recent one, and Attack on Titan, and many, many, many more. Cool, blimey. So, uh, yeah, he's been pretty prolific with that you know not always main characters but uh and, but generally like bit parts throughout which is kind of cool although i think in my hero he's a main character but i can't remember who he's supposed to be because i don't really watch the dub of that <laughs> probably the biggest thing he's done was that he was in boyhood which we mentioned before it was a 2014 film and uh, it was nominated for five oscars including uh best picture uh, mm. directed by richard linkletter Um, it's a pretty unique film chronicles the life of a boy over 12 years and they use the exact same actor so literally they kind of did you know three or four filming sessions over the course of 12 years with this one kid and all the other actors yeah um to kind of tell the story of growing up i actually haven't seen it have you seen it at all No, i've
0: not seen it but um no since we mentioned it i have been meaning to sort of scope it out and watch it but it's yeah it's just another thing on the list isn't it
1: yeah same uh one of the podcasts i listen to they kind of do a yearly oscar kind of roundup thing and one of the things they mentioned is you know things you might feel are like kind of typical movie tropes of oh uh this kid wants to climb up this crane therefore he's definitely going to fall off and die uh but then they'll just like cut to four years later and he's still alive and (laughs) it's just i guess a kid being a kid but yeah it set in texas where brad is from And he plays Jim, uh, the boyfriend of the kid's Mason's mother. Uh, He's a college student and Iraq war veteran in 2009 when we meet him. Mm. Uh, And a couple of years later, he's sort of lost it a bit and he's kind of a bit of a drunk. Uh, Apparently, he confronts Mason after he comes back late from a party and his mother breaks up with him. And that's the end of Jim. But yeah, otherwise, Brad does tend to attend some of the Power Ranger conventions like Power Morphicon and... think there's a few kind of spin-offs or other bits and pieces they kind of go to to promote Power Morphicon yeah which is the big uh semi-annual it's every two years uh, or biannual that's not yeah it's a terrible phrase it doesn't really work for everyone every two years (laughs) four (laughs) yearly um Power Morphicon in Pasadena California I think um or yeah Pasadena yes uh and he's still pretty active in the community and uh I believe he's going to be in this The Order movie which was crowdfunded a while ago by. Oh, but, uh, yeah. They just played Tanya, the uh, second Yellow Power Ranger. And like all these uh, kind of crowdfunding movies, I think they just ran out of money and they're just trying to get it sorted slowly. But people are like, oh, yes, they've ripped us off. And it's like, that's not really how Kickstarter and that stuff works. But anyway, um, yeah, that's that's Brad. He's, I guess, still working today. Still doing a lot of voiceover stuff and uh, talking about being Brad at conventions. And that's, that's pretty cool.
0: I'm shocked, but not really about the like the country music thing cuz even though yeah. it it wasn't something that i knew about but i could picture him being like a country singer
1: he has that sort of look yeah, about just, him just put a Stetson and a uh check shirt on and like have him kind of with a guitar on <laughs> a music cover and that's it you're sorted got, yeah uh, exactly uh, western trooper you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> Was he a VR trooper in Texas Walker Ranger? Walker Texas Ranger? Was he helping helping uh, Chuck Norris as uh, Ryan Steele <laughs> in this suit that's like falling apart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So production-wise, not much to talk about this episode. Uh, once again, di- directed by John Grant Vale, aka John Blizek. Um, uh, and written by a J.K. Richards, who uh, once again I think is perhaps a non-union pseudonym, because the only credited work they have on IMDb is five episodes of VR Troopers. So. Yes, I, so <laughs> um,
0: I think it, it's definitely a pseudonym, because it would be very strange to have only ever worked on VR Troopers of all things, so...
1: And honestly, I think this episode is not too badly written, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and especially if I haven't worked on any other Savan products either, so... Mm. um. Anyway, so that's that's that. Uh, are we ready to get into the episode? Are we ready to trooper transform and become VR? Let's do it. Do it. We are
2: We are. VR. We are. We are.
0: Troopers, This episode opened as as always at the Korean Peace Bell with a line that I actually hated and it oh. it sort of set the episode off in a really bad way for me. Um, so Ryan's saying oh like I wish I had a brother and this and that when he's talking to his dad and he goes, but it's okay Ryan because all men are brothers so really you have millions and millions of brothers.
2: <laughs>
0: and I really had to just sort of sit there and take that in because it it just... Did not sit well with me at all
1: Yeah I feel that I kind of appreciate the The message but the wording <laughs> uh, Yeah is bad. I don't know. Like it's a all nice a sentiment
0: it? Yeah it just felt more off Than it did anything else but I think I can't I get where he's coming from But it just it didn't feel right
1: It's a bit of a kind of a, a Liberal thing like oh you know we're all in this together We're all you know we're all brothers and sisters And people Yeah, you know, ignoring the Issues that people who aren't white generally have and how different societies and cultures work and stuff like that. And
0: uh, Yeah, there was yeah. a little bit of that
1: behind it, I felt. But uh, we have a bit of a twist for this uh, flashback. He's not actually remembering it at the peace bell. He's remembering it at the dojo. Oh, my goodness. Oh, was he? I,
0: I didn't even, like, clock that at all. I just saw the episode started and I was
1: like, yeah, okay, he's, uh, he's at the peace bell and then didn't really look
0: into it more than that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like fades to him thinking about, ah, oh, yes. You know, that uh, that message about brothers, blah, 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 and then it kind yeah. of focuses on the kids behind him, because um, that's the focus of this episode. Um, there are two brothers behind him who are kind of having spats and such because they're siblings. Mm. Um, oh, these are the only brothers that I'm worried about at the moment, uh, and they're <laughs> like doing a bit of a cater and then really theatrically bump into each other and then yell at each other, which uh, I think is quite funny. Act like martial artists. And what's the problem? He got just so above me. He was rushing. These guys are trouble. Yeah. Troubling. And I have a full page story featuring them coming out this afternoon. But there's Josh and Scott Turner. And uh, I couldn't find out who played Scott. But Josh Turner yeah. is played by uh, Michael Steger, uh, who you know did some adverts apparently, as well as this. Uh, mm. And he's actually 40 in a few days. So that's uh, quite nice I guess yeah. uh, um, uh, but a decade after he was Josh in VR Troopers for this one off episode he started his own acting career uh, through the Naughties. he did a lot of kind of one off appearances on TV shows again like NCIS but was also in Hannah Montana and True Blood uh, and then oh, he okay. was a main character on 90210 the kind of I guess reboot of Beverly Hills 90210 I've I never really watched that show so. yeah <laughs> um but well, that was 2008 two thousand eight, twenty thirteen. Uh, so that's kind of cool. And then he's done a few other films since then. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a, well, a random yeah, kid good that turned him. out to be an actor. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. So Ryan turns to them and is like, "Oh, come on, guys, act like martial artists." And I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> act like martial artists. Well, what, apparently, what, what does that martial
0: mean? artists act like gentlemen. That's what that's what Tao yeah. tells them. But that's still, that's, tells them. that's just as vague. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought the stakes were really high on a- everything to do with these kids because Caitlin was running like a full page story on them for whatever reason, and also yeah. the reputation of the dojo was like dependent on how these kids did in like this upcoming competition. I just thought, wow, like other things happen in this dojo. It's not all like riding on these like two little kids. Like, calm down. <laughs>
1: They won the doubles thing recently. Surely that's uh, that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they
0: they've like you know I'm sure they've hosted other things and they yeah you know they must have an okay reputation. But no, if they don't do well. That's it for Tao Dojo. That's it. Tao <laughs> Dojo is done for. Ryan can
1: kiss his co ownership of Tao's Dojo goodbye. <laughs> so Tao's like, oh, you know, you know they're your responsibility. So you need to kind of get them working right. And I kind of li- I like the idea of this being a. You know ryan has to learn how to be a good teacher thing with these mm. brothers and then he sort of kind of learns later that you know it's not just them hating each other at all it's kind of more nuanced because they're brothers or whatever yeah um uh, and i mean i i didn't have a brother growing up did you have a brother
0: uh only a half brother but i didn't see him that much so i yeah i okay.
1: can't really relate to the whole brother thing it's at all same the only thing I relate to is like I had two cousins who are brothers, and they still act a bit like this to this day. <laughs> um, but deep down, they love each other or whatever. I just had a sister who I was a bit too mean to sometimes, and she is a bit too mean to me nowadays. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> deservedly so. Okay. This next part, though, I love. I yeah, love it so much.
0: So we we cut to uh, Zictor in his in his office, and he holds up a copy of the Underground Voice, and on the front page there is. Those two kids, which I thought was hilarious.
1: Like, how often are they in the paper? Yeah. <laughs> and he says, like, "Oh, one of my favorite kind of cliche villain things of, um oh yes, uh, this paper isn't good enough for you to shit on Juliet <laughs> or whatever. You know. yeah. Is it good enough to be shredded and put at the bottom of your cage? <laughs> this rag." Um, but but he's he uh, bought
0: it, so he's helping them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Wow. Cranky. arsehole I was saying, oh, this gives me an idea and Juliet scampers off and then he's like uh, ancient spirits of evil transform this decaying form into Mumra (laughs) the ever living that's the show, right?
0: (laughs) yeah, that's the one, you got it
2: forces of darkness
1: empower me take me back to my virtual reality also notice now that yeah <laughs> he always has to be wearing the exact same suit and tie combo <laughs> because of the Star <laughs> yeah.
0: footage. Maybe he only has one suit and tie, or loads of the same one, like in a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we go into Grimlord's lair, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get like the most the most powerful monsters to deal with the troopers." And then, but then he can't think of who the most powerful monsters are, so he consults Colonel Icebot, who when he talks i thought there was something a little bit strange about it and i've i've finally managed to hit the nail on the head he kind of sounds yeah. like he's in rick and morty
1: <laughs> <laughs> just or what, like, like he's a um i can't remember his name who's he, who's uh, it's not dan Harmon, the other one um yeah
0: just like like his yeah. mannerisms like it he just sounds like a rick
1: and morty character like the way he ends his <laughs> sentences <laughs> Just like sort of improving half of it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I've forgotten the name of the guy that plays Rick and Morty. Oh, never mind. Oh, just, uh, just, but in... yeah, Justin Roiland. That's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so kind of his weird cadence. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like, I like the kind of the idea of this because he consults Colonel Icebot, who is Doctor Bio from, um, Spielband, who is not actually part of this episode at all mm. because he's like, <laughs> he's recommending they use two Metalda villains. <laughs> so it's interesting that he kind of. He recommended them I Yeah it was kind of Hilarious in that way Um But also now Because I'll be watching A bit more Spielban Uh So Colonel Icebot Dr. Bio Yeah Dr. Bio is actually Spielban's dad who has oh, being okay. captured And transformed By the evil wallet Empire Um And they also have Helen his sister Who we both meet In the second episode I thought it'd be like Oh you know 26 episodes in Oh we found our father A bit like you know Ryan trying to find His father or whatever Yeah But no Um Colonel Icebot Is uh, JB's dad I guess Um And um, he turns Helen into Helvira, who who is like an evil robot that fights Spielban. It's quite funny. Um, But yes, so he recommends the Sawbot Brothers, Slice and Dice, the most terrifying (laughs) tag team of destruction in any reality. It sounds like they're about to go on WrestleMania, so. (laughs) They're in the uh,
0: amazingly named Monster Club now, along with uh, Cannon Nose and Fighterbot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a very elite club, but they made it in.
1: So we're back at the dojo now. I think uh, we don't really yeah. hear much about slice and dice. Like e- every every
0: scene in this episode is like really quick, and I found it quite hard to keep up at times. I was trying to like make notes, and then before I could process what had happened, it's like, oh, okay, we're here at uh, uh, another yeah. scene now. <laughs> like they're literally like ten seconds long.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there are some awkward cuts later on, which I kind of funny, especially during the fight scene with um ryan and the swordbot brothers oh yes yeah that (laughs) anyway ryan and jb are doing the cater for Joshua scott to try and get them to learn (laughs) (laughs) and then they start arguing again and caitlin is like massively frustrated behind them which is kind of funny you know she can see her entire newspaper career (laughs) you know uh, fade before her eyes Uh, and Ryan says no more arguing which you know is a great thing to sell kids you know that's definitely going to get them to stop arguing yeah that'll that'll solve the problem
0: I I got a bit lost here but obviously they're they're practicing and they they keep arguing and then Caitlin is going to give them a lift home she says that she's going to go through what is that? Hang on, bear with me. What are written, The
1: old it? industrial site. That's it.
0: I knew. I kept. I kept as I was typing down the notes. I kept changing what it was called. Like in the end, I just called <laughs> it like warehouse. But, yeah. But yeah. Bannerman Warehouse District. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, I'll go through the industrial state or whatever, and because uh, she thinks there's going to be a story there, and I thought that she would just do that on the way back from dropping the kids off, but then how silly of me to think that, because then there'd be no plot. <laughs> yeah. So, instead... for some reason incre- she just
1: stops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, instead, she's incredibly irresponsible and brings the kids along with her. They, they drive up to this industrial complex. And I had to watch this scene again to make sure that it was definitely what happened, but <laughs> like, the brothers both go, oh my god, it's a skug. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. wait, how... How do they know what it, because at first I was like, oh, Caitlin obviously said that. She was like, oh, a skug," And then the kids are like, oh, we've always wanted to see a skug," And that would have been maybe like the logical way to do that scene. But no, the kids, yeah. they just know what it is. Turn left here. No, take
1: the shortcut. Guys, take it easy. Hey, check him out. Whoa, a skug! I knew there was something up at this place. Where are you gonna go? Where are you going? I wanna go. I've gotta fall. Oh, you gotta follow me. let me go. I oh, go. Oh, I always wanna see you. I wanna go. I mean, in kind of a similar time in Power Rangers, you know, they've been on the news. You know, yeah. people know about the Power Rangers, but there seems to be no knowledge of the VR Troopers in the <laughs> in uh, Crossworld City. No, um, so it's so weird that suddenly they not only know that they're the bad guys that I guess the VR Troopers fight, but also their name is of Skugs.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that's like very specific information to know. Like you'd have to you'd have to know a Skug on like a like a one to one basis <laughs> to know that they're called yeah. Skugs. I think. <laughs> Apart from the fact yeah. that they do say their name quite a lot, but you wouldn't then assume that that's what they're called.
1: No, absolutely not, no. Okay. Oh no, it's one of those guys that attacked blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then Kate then tells him to stay put, because he's going to go investigate, but because of the law of television, <laughs> um,
0: they follow. I and... thought it was interesting that the Skug was talking, but they weren't just saying Skug. They were, like, talking in a oh. language. Did the Skugs yeah, have their own language? They were, like,
1: just saying Skag, Skag before. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But here's where, I mean, obviously this plot is airtight up until this point, but um, (laughs) now we we hear the Skug is stealing power, which seems (laughs) odd to me because as far as I'm aware, Zictor owns all the power stations in this area? That's That's a very good point. I mean, sure, he doesn't want people to kind of get suspicious of his enterprises for giving power to Grimlord or whatever. But surely, yeah. you know, he's got this massive business. Surely, he can just like do a bit of a runaround. <laughs> yeah, there there wasn't really any
0: need for the Skugs to be like siphoning power from that box outside of the warehouse or whatever.
1: Where is it going? Also, we, we never really learn why they're getting it. No. just getting it for Grimlord in general, and it's like okay,
0: like it's petrol or something. They're just putting it in a canister for later.
1: <laughs> but charge like massive batteries. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> So the, k- the kids come up and they're like, oh, what's going yep. on? And they're talking r- really loudly and it really bothers me. Like, they-, they have, like, no chill whatsoever. They're just like,
1: oh, what's going on?
0: Oh, oh, Caitlin. Oh. It's like, shush. Sh- 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 like, surely you'd be, like, a little bit more uh, quiet if there's...
1: Quiet, a- you'd be more aware that there's a bad guy in front of you. Because if they know um, what it
0: is, surely they wouldn't really want to attract its attention at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know I'm always a bit weird With the kind of Annoying kid Thing in like TV Mm. Because I don't know Whether it's Because I'm an adult now I guess (laughs) You know Was I like that When I was a kid Like maybe when I was Really little But these kids Are supposed to be like You know Young teenagers Or whatever Yeah Um, So would they start Yelling (laughs) Or is this someone With like kids who was like oh yeah when when they were six they would just yell yeah
0: <laughs> um, yeah that could be it they could be like writing from experience but the experience they've got is like they've got a toddler at home or something
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so the boys then get attacked but they use their mad karate skills to get away from a couple of skunks and then i think they just yell caitlin and caitlin then has to fight some skunks to a bad song
0: <laughs> yes would you like to hear the lyrics to that song because please, I, please because please, i please wrote I do, them yes. down they are as follows <laughs> whoa the other side oh reality take a little ride oh in dante whatever that means
1: (laughs) (laughs) wait so is virtual reality one of the circles of hell (laughs)
0: And then it's just, it's all in your my eye yind fur.
1: It's all in your my Go, but
0: even with the subtitles on, I was like, no, these can't be the words. That's ridiculous. It's just, <laughs> these are just random sentences.
1: I'm not sure their subtitles are taken from the original scripts. I think they're just like someone had to try and figure out <laughs> what they were saying while watching. Because <laughs> they're not always right, so I think that might be the case. But, like,
0: the, yeah. those were definitely the words to the song. But, like, what What does this mean? <laughs>
1: In Dante, great, yeah. Well, we're it all sounds... in Dante here at the VR Troopers podcast. It sounds quite vulgar.
0: <laughs> Take a ride uh. in Dante.
1: It's like, no, this is a children's show. I don't want to do that. Maybe, maybe he's giving a recipe for pasta. It has to be al dente <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> und, 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 und. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um Kailin has a fight and i think it's mostly sarah actually fighting it's not much of a stunt double yeah uh, apart from at the point where she does like a front flip onto a cat on the <laughs> oh right. yes um and then she uh, which is kind of a cool move and i'm wondering if it's supposed to be because she has minor powers because she's a vr trooper out of a suit or if she's just a very athletic martial arts person i, I don't know <laughs> But she then does like this very pro wrestling diving crossbody slam onto the three stars, <laughs> and they disappear. Uh, but during this, the boys have been captured because they hesitated as they were arguing, as you know, just to drive that point home. And but... somehow, a towel dojo patch just falls off their jacket as they're being kidnapped.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I I thought that was a strange thing to include because. I, d- I didn't even pay attention to whether they
1: found the patch. Like, oh no, yeah,
0: I think Caitlin did before. Uh...
1: Caitlin finds it, and yes. then she does something which made me almost spit out whatever I was drinking at the time. She pulled out a mobile phone. Yes! Like, have <laughs> like, they all had mobile Where has this been the phones? last few episodes?
0: <laughs> like, this whole time, they could have just been calling each other. But no, they've been relying on, like, floppy disks and landlines. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and actually physically going to each other what the heck you know <laughs> but also this is a mobile phone in 1994 like how can she afford that <laughs> gotta be hugely expensive for like just a-, a monthly thing yeah oh
0: i imagine so i bet she yeah. regretted uh, making that phone call that probably cost
1: her loads of money <laughs> <laughs> She's, she, her job of a VR trooper is the only way she can afford to pay her <laughs> uh, mu- mu- monthly line rental bills or whatever. Yeah, but uh she calls TAO dojo and they all agree to go to the lab to figure out what to do. And we see some bikes. Bikes again. Woo! Um,
0: in in this episode, both Ryan and JB are both wearing sleeveless button-up shirts. Made a point of yes, making a note J- of that.
1: I love JB's shirt it's so cool i kind of want it i mean i need to get a bit better arms but like i would love like a vertically striped (laughs) kind of baggy sleeveless (laughs) shirt i think it's it's about time those came back
0: (laughs) definitely like just the fact that they were both wearing them as well was like good okay that's nice
1: (laughs) Uh, again it's kind of more about them being you know more uh, uh, shipping materials that they're both wearing similar clothes, you know. Yeah, they match and their wardrobe the episode, for that day. Absolutely, and then later in the episode, like Caitlin's all over JB, so again strengthens <laughs> my polycule um, theory. But they get to the lab, and he's like, "Oh yes, we're going to have to use this new thing called a sniffographic preceptor," and he, <laughs> and it's like, oh that sounds like new. And JB, uh, not JB, Jeb is, uh Ugh, are you telling me? And he's got like parts from an RC car stuck to his head. Um, <laughs> Mas- that masquerading poor dog. as like a that poor dog. That poor, yeah, Zeb the dog having to have these like you know, random parts from some broken RC tractor or something plugged <laughs> his head to make it look like he can smell better Um, and they give him the boy's smelly karate yees <laughs> which Ryan somehow has I would have preferred if we
0: also got a scene where the professor tells them to bring the boys' sweaty geese along with them, because because they yeah. just they just show up with them, and the professor's like, "Oh, good, you brought them." Like I said, and it's like, no, oh, that's, I that's I want to see that yeah. conversation.
1: He never actually asked them when we when we when we uh heard... yeah okay I didn't even think <laughs> that must be an awkward conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I want you to bring these children's clothes, okay? Why? I'll explain when you get here. Like that would just make it even uh... weirder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh, so they take Jeb to the industrial site to track the boys' scent uh, and the boys are arguing again <laughs> and the Skugs get annoyed and then that's when their relationship goes to, hey stop yelling at my brother, you like and they, I can't remember he even called him, like he was some great like, you know, metal knife stretch face or something like that, it's a great, cu- it's a great cuss it's yeah. I don't know what he said Hey, don't blame me, Gigazoy! Who are you calling Gigazoy? Well, if you would have followed me, we wouldn't have gotten caught yeah, like you knew where you were going in the first place. Hey, your face, leave my brother alone. Duh, he's not going to leave me alone. I'm his prisoner, thanks to you. Stay out of this, metalhead. Yeah, if you didn't have your net, my brother
0: would have kicked your aluminum butt. <laughs> they got some interesting insults in their arsenal, those <laughs> kids.
1: Yeah, he, almost Scottish, the uh, creativity of their insults, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But you know, it shows their kind of more nuanced relationship, and I'm wondering it was supposed to kind of slowly show that they're kind of beginning to like each other because it's like, you know just them against this world of evil scug robots. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then we get a scene where you know I guess they're splitting up the kids, and they're, and, uh, they're blindfolded and Ryan...
0: for this, which I thought they're was strange. Blindfolded. When they when they brought out the blindfolds yeah. at first, I thought they were going to cover their mouths so that they'd shut
1: up, but instead yeah, they blindfolded them. Because kids speak from the eyes, you know. Um, <laughs> um, but they split them up, and I was like, "Oh, I uh, didn't really clock with me." And then suddenly, JB and Ryan were like, "Oh, yes, we split up the find the kids." And I'm like, "Oh, of course, that's why because yeah, they can't be I, together." <laughs> it
0: was the same for me. I was like, uh, "Oh, they've split the kids. That's weird." Like, not even like thinking, "Oh, it's obviously like a plot thing." So this song was actually done quite well because you didn't sort of notice it at first. It was quite yeah. <laughs> quite subtle. Not like, oh no, I left as, my as we know, uh, I left
1: my transformalizer <laughs> in my bag. <laughs> when, and as we know, Ryan doesn't like for the team to be split up unnecessarily. No, he so,
0: absolutely well, hates it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me, episode six, we've only seen the uh, battle grid once so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. It was a very quick thing. Well, I was watching Spielban, and I think, though he used his you know Spielban slip thing, the the. the what do they call it? The Vortex Command? That's the one. Yeah. Vortex Command now! But in spielband they used it and um, he always kind of goes to like a quarry because, you know, abandoned quarries and shit. Mm. But in one of them he goes to what looks like kind of the battle grid, so maybe that's where they got the idea from. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. Uh, mm. But uh, uh, then we go back to uh, Zygtor's Lair, uh, uh, Grimlor's Lair, uh, and Slice is like, Ah yes, I am enough to destroy those puny troopers. Because I have the Sword of Ultimate Destruction! <clears throat> and it's like, oh, okay, cool. And then his brother is like, yeah, he's good, but I'm better! Because he's the master of the Whirling Blade of Doom! That's
0: such an awful name. Like, w- yep. with that scene, I thought, oh, are they supposed to be arguing as well? But I was like, wait, no, they're not. they're not arguing, they're just boasting. And it yes. just it and felt like it went be on most forever of...
1: as well. <laughs> yeah. And like when they're fighting later, and I guess we'll get to it, but whenever they're arguing in the voiceover, the, their actions in the action does not relay that at all. They're clearly working together <laughs> yes. in, in, in the footage. Um, but uh, yeah, so Grimlord is like, oh, you know, fight as a team and you'll win as a team or something like that. Yeah, I thought uh, it was, it was so interesting attack... that right. we
0: get a moral from uh, Grimlord. He was like, yes,
1: we do. Which is then reversed later on because it turns out teamwork doesn't work. Unless <laughs> you're taught by Ryan Steele, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they attack Ryan and he Trooper transforms uh, and they go from industrial state to some grass stuff to a bridge <laughs> and have a little fight. Just And then they're back in a forest. Hearing the phrase Whirling
0: Blade of Doom again just made me feel a little bit sick. Like, i yeah. Once was enough, really.
2: Trooper, transform! We are All
0: right. Hello, Prepare to get diced by the whirling blade of doom! Hey-ya.
1: Although, this is like our first bit of Metalda Fight footage since the first episode. Which is outstanding,
0: considering we're now on episode yeah. 6. And Ryan yep. is supposed to be the main character.
1: Yep! Um, I mean, I guess we did have the bit with the, the VR Turbo Cycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember the bike, kids, which hasn't returned yet. Wonder if it'll ever be fixed. So, <laughs> although Ryan doesn't quite think the whirling blade of Doom, you know, the spear thing isn't very funny because he's like, he catches it and is like, whirling blade of Doom. Well, meet my surprise attack—the flying foot of surprise—and <laughs> kicks him, Quipping too much. <laughs> We
0: cut to uh, JB and Caitlin who transform, and then there's a brief second of American footage with the uh, the stunt suits yeah. with some like really shoddy suit acting, and they use yeah. Vortex command and appear on a street, and at that point JB decides, oh no, actually, no, it didn't work, so he does it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then they're in a- And it works that time. And then
0: they're in the virtual quarry,
1: so it's fine, it worked. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was so weird. Like, I mean, it was cool to see Caitlyn finally be like, oh, yeah, Stupid Transform. Yeah. And then, you know, we get the shark ships Grimlords, Battle Cruisers, they broke into our reality. You know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Uh, and then they're in Tokyo slash whatever city. For, yeah, that was so weird. Um, and then we get the briefest glimpse of the Wallet Empire Fortress, which we don't really see much at all. <laughs> uh, and more shark ships come from it. Uh, and then they go to the quarry. And then he blows them up with the VR Techno Bazooka. Now!
0: Yeah, it it the was, <laughs> yeah, it was very very brief for uh, JB. But we cut back to uh, Ryan fighting the Sword Brothers, who just keep arguing. And yep. uh, so Ryan Ryan <laughs> he... jumps away into some like beams on a roof, and he thinks. And there's some <laughs> like circuitry, <laughs> like obviously in Matilda, that's not what was happening. Like he would have been, I don't know doing like a power-up of some kind but for some reason they used it for thinking with ryan well maybe it
1: it was like calculating how he could beat them or something as well
0: (laughs) maybe but it was just quite funny
1: yeah it was weird (laughs) because and before that he says which one of you is tweedled dumb which one of you is tweedled dumber (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) too much quipping too much quipping there's another quip later on as well which is great we get jb
0: and caitlin in a scene uh where they have to go back to regular reality. And JB says, We better retroform back to our reality. Yes. And I I'd never heard that word before, so I no. thought, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. So I looked it up, and the oh. the meaning of that word is to reshape back into an earlier or previous form. So basically it's yeah. to untransform, which I didn't realise. Yeah. And Yeah. In the context, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But that is a word that I want to be used in things a lot more often because it's better than saying, like, untransform or change back. Yes.
1: To cancel my transformation, you know. I think demorph works quite well in, like, kind of a Power rangers sense. Yeah, but um, that's that's the, but only, yeah, retroform, the only sort of
0: thing you can really use it for in Power Rangers. But anything else, I, I want retroform to come up all the time. I'm going to start using it in my things.
1: Absolutely. And I think that's... It's, it's great. And, like, I can't believe, you know... We're living in 2020, and these people 26 years ago are living in 3020. You know, <laughs> they they have all all the lingo. Yeah, it's great. Um, and I think dur- during all this, Ryan is still f- facing the Battle Brothers. <laughs> um, <and laughs> yes. All he's really doing is dodging their attacks, um, and then they start cutting down trees with their legendary VR weapons, the greatest, <laughs> the strongest in the virtual reality. And then he uses a tree branch to just kind of like bat them away, um, and uh, he uh, sort of runs away a lot, and then Dice attacks him on his own. And Ryan's like, ha-ha, I've got him on your own. I'll divide you and conquer And he's about to kind of stamp him or something. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, stop, don't do it to me. And then he just grabs Ryan's leg and slices like, ha-ha-ha, and just cuts them cut, cut him the fuck up. Um, and then we get the line, which again causes much confusion. Once I'm done with you, there won't be anything left but scrap wire and broken memory trips, which again... What is Ryan when he's VR Ryan? Is he a full-on robot? Is he wearing a suit? Surely there'd be bones among the <laughs> scrap wire and broken memory chips. Maybe no.
0: Maybe they're just looking at him and they think, well, this is a this is a robot and not a person. So if we destroy it, then it, there's just going to be computer chips and scrap metal and nothing else. <laughs> and they don't realise that they are in fact fighting a human being.
1: But I don't know. Maybe.
0: Who knows? It's so hard
1: to tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I do also want to note before we move on that they actually do pretty much a jet stream attack from uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, do you know what that is? No. Okay, jet stream attack invented by the TriStar Brothers in the original Mobile Suit Gundam. Basically, um, three mobile suits kind of form a line and these are kind of hovering ones so it's like they're mm. kind of speeding along on wheels or whatever. And the first one sort of shoots which would cause uh, Amaro to kind of jump up. um, And then as he jumps, another person comes up behind him and shoots him again to kind of know where he would go. And there's like a third one with a sword to kind of do stuff if he tries and dodge that. Like, you know, it's basically baiting people to move in a specific way. Yeah. And they kind of did that to Ryan, where like, you know, he's uh, attacking uh, Dice, (laughs) I think, one (laughs) of the brothers, uh, or like counterattacking him after blocking his attack. And then the other one just like appears from behind him and slices Ryan as he's going in for his attack, which is you know it's, it's good tactics I guess, and I guess kind of explains why all Ryan is really doing is just running away because all he can do is defend and not really take a, take any uh, uh, counter attack opportunity to attack because even though they're arguing and not about not wanting to do teamwork, they're working pretty well as a team. <laughs> so, yeah, they're so good at teamwork that they don't even realise that they're doing it. Then, the sword bots circle him and so they're like inside of him. They're still arguing and Ryan's like, hey, I hate to be in the middle of all this. <laughs> and I think that's the last of the quip, thankfully. Uh, and then for some reason his arms start glowing.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he decides that he's had enough so his forearms start to glow, um, which in the context of VR Troopers was a bit shit. Nothing's explained ever. So obviously this no. wasn't explained either. And he's just waving his glowing arms around and just like hitting yeah. them away and stuff. And again, it's like, in Matalda, that was probably like a really, really cool thing. I watched that scene again without sound, and it it was actually pretty neat. But cool with Ryan and his uh, whole... they
1: whole... They released some special Matalda figure a few years ago mm. where um, uh, they kind of had an effect part. So it was like these were, I think, tonfers or whatever, like, kind of like all blade arms sort of yeah. thing that kind of went over his fist. And that was looked pretty neat. And I guess that's perhaps what they wanted to begin with. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of... because. You know, Matilda doesn't have any weapons. He's just <laughs> punches and kicks. Yeah. Whereas Spielban has his, his laser lance. Use it. Um, <laughs> and uh, him, uh, yeah, Spielban and Diana slash JB and Kate didn't have their guns and stuff. Whereas Ryan doesn't have any of that. No, he So maybe he just that's has why we haven't seen so kick. much. Yeah, maybe that's why I haven't seen so much of him fight <laughs> since the beginning of the show. There um, was. I know there was a
0: bit with some throwing of knives, but I think.
1: I I I really want to mention that like uh, he uses his glowing forearms to like disarm the Sorbot brothers uh, and then they both rush him with a knife and he jumps out the way and they stab each other (laughs) (laughs) oh yes (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was going to happen earlier when like he was trying to figure out how to divide them and they were going to both attack him with their swords and spears and whatever but nope nope with their knives uh and it was sort of... I don't know whether it was shot this way in Matador, or if they tried to kind of make it a bit less gruesome mm. for a Western audience. Um, but yeah, it's immediately they just, like, clash with their knives. Uh, and then they chuck it at Ryan and he's really cool and doesn't even look and catches one and uses the other to bat the other one away. And then he picks up the, the, the whirling <laughs> blade of doom and he's going to fucking kill them. But he doesn't. Oh, well, this
0: bit... Sort of got me because obviously there was like the whole, you know, knife throwing scene, and then it cuts yeah. to JB and Caitlin, and they they found one of the brothers. But honestly, that scene could have waited. They didn't need to chuck <laughs> it in there. It just ruined the pacing a little bit. I thought, but never mind. Yeah. So yeah, then then we go back to to Ryan, and he's he's got the the whirling thingamajig of doom or whatever, and uh, he decides he's he's not going to kill slice and dice obviously he doesn't say kill cuz it's VR troopers but he yep. says i've got a message for grimlord and it's like i don't know stop bothering us or something and then yeah <laughs> uh, stop messing in our reality with your <laughs> mutants and stuff that's it that sounds more right than just leave us alone
2: no, don't destroy us. It was all nice, idea. I didn't
0: even want to know. No, it was Slice! It's his fault! I'm not gonna destroy you. You're not! I want you to take a message back to Grimlord. Tell him and his mutants to stop interfering with our reality. Slice and Dice have a message of their own, and it's- oh, this is a big twist. Oof. It's that Ryan's father is always just out of reach, or something <gasps> to that effect. Well, we have a message for you, too. That's right. It's about your father. My father. He'll always be just beyond your reach, Struber.
1: You'll never find him, never. No matter how hard you search. It's incredibly cryptic. Yeah. And then they disappear through a portaloo. Yeah, they <laughs> they
0: back away into some shadows and walk into the portaloo. Which I guess is one of the portaloo's
1: in Grim Lords <laughs> it's a lair, and they transport <laughs> through it. <Yes>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and unlike most people in TV, he's like shocked that his dad is alive uh and like retro forms <laughs> and then immediately remembers to go and save scott um rather than be like five minutes being like oh yeah i guess i've got to save this little kid yeah um so they anti scott and they everyone's reunited and it's all good there'll be no ptsd no therapy in their future no hospital to see if they were hurt by these evil robots straight back to practicing karate yeah when uh up in that scene when they rescued the kids they
0: just walked off which i thought was a bit like because yeah caitlin said she was going to give them a lift back and they just started walking away like do they know where they are do they know which way it is home <laughs> from where they are like there was no sort of i mean they were blindfolded right <laughs> yeah exactly like i don't know if they were still <laughs> near the industrial warehouse estate or whatever like it was all a yeah they they were just like no it's fine just let the kids walk off into the sunset they'll be fine
1: yeah. <laughs> Uh they hear Jeb and there's jokes about it and it's not very good <laughs> <laughs> and then Grimlord is mad that teamwork did not make the dream work <laughs> uh, and his fist glows and he's like oh I'll get you next time VR troopers or whatever and we have no idea if the Swordbot Brothers gave him this message or if he sent them to their doom because they failed. Which he keeps implying whenever he sends people out. It's like, oh yes, if you don't do this, it'll be the end of you or <laughs> whatever.
0: Maybe they realise, like all the other monsters realise, that um, it's not their doom if they don't do as they're told. So he's just stopped with that empty threat because it's, it's not really <laughs> threatening at all because
1: nothing happens. And the end of the episode with the brothers doing their kata and the music is like punctuating every single punch and kick like Bwah! Bwah! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> almost like this fucking Batman or something <laughs> uh, and, and they win for whatever reason I don't, I don't, yeah. and Tau is happy and he's like oh yes you should do to everyone else what you did to the brothers and they're like ha 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 ha! maybe we should have them all be kidnapped by Skugs <laughs> and Ryan replies as long as it's not before dinner ha because um. he's got it. He's got to eat. He's
0: got to have some food first before the other kids get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and that and that was it.
1: I d- well, did he apart go... from Ryan being like, "You were right, Dad. We are all brothers and sisters on this earth." I don't and know. Like, oh, I don't know how you, he I came. Promise. I
0: could. I don't know how he came to the conclusion that what his dad said was right because. <laughs> nothing nothing really proved that at all.
1: That's a good point, yeah. But like if anything it's 50 you know, one set of brothers got on well, one set of brothers ran each other each other and stabbed themselves, you know, <laughs> it's uh... <clears throat> Yeah, so that, yeah, that, that was that. that episode. That's it. That was the end. The next episode is called Grimlord's Challenge. So I'm wondering what that's about.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um what what did you reckon of this episode? It was nice to see Matalda footage, fight footage for the first time in a while. Yes, finally. Um, There was a couple of bits where um, I think when Ryan uh, and Jeb are kind of walking around on their own and Jeb's like oh, two bits of trouble, three o'clock or something like that, whatever he says in his Jeb voice. Hmm. And then it cuts to them and like it's one of those extremely obvious, oh this is a complete different decade of of, uh, (laughs) footage scene. Um but yeah, the uh, yeah, um Band stuff I think was interesting because like we've the last few episodes have mostly been Spielban things, um, and kind of the heavy focus on what they have been, a uh, kind of you know on, on the plot of the Spielban episode. Yeah, uh, but this one they kind of generally seem to reuse mostly Spielban footage to show, you know, some ships being blown up just so JB and Kettling have something to do, hmm. um, and yeah, although there was a bit of weird editing with the Metalda stuff, it was kind of nice to see see the fight would have been cool to have as you said a bit more a few more things explained especially like his laser arms or whatever <laughs> um because if they can explain that like kind of... sniffomatic whatever
0: <clears throat> then surely they could have yeah. come up with something for the laser arms
1: well maybe it's one of those things like I'm, I'm i've been trying to figure out but i've not been able to find any details about the production order of these episodes because um you know the stuff like he, the vortex command. He kind of was explained in the following episode. Mm. So I'm wondering if like in some of them were like different production order, but this is the order sort of that they aired, or on the DVDs, or in syndication, or something. But uh, generally, I think it, you know it was, was quite good. I think the the, kind of the idea of him like to kind of learn to be a good, a better teacher, was quite nice. Um, very minor, but interesting. It was good to see kind of Caitlin do some more stuff on her own. You yeah. Because uh, you know we we joke about oh you know oh the woman of the '90s or whatever mm. like. We're joking about it because that seems a little bit sexist and it'd be cool if she just, you know, did stuff like this and, And you know, luckily in the show at least they're not saying, oh, you know, she's good for a girl. They're just saying she's good. Yeah. Yeah. Also, now I've seen a bit more Spielban, I feel like I need to apologise for some of the things I said in earlier episodes where it's like, oh yes, this is clearly badly edited and clearly taken from different parts of Spielban. No, no, Spielban is badly edited to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there'll be on the um vr Skybase slash grand nazca yeah and s- they'll blow things up and then suddenly they're on a cliff posing um <laughs> oh <laughs> and there's loads of awkward cuts like that um so it's actually not really vr troopers fault it's spielband's fault but again it's a toku from 1986 so you know yeah so do? yeah it um, is what it is yeah uh but yeah maybe before next episode i'll watch a bit more Metallica and get a better idea of that uh so I think I'm, I'm, I'm like eight or nine episodes into Spielberg. I think this episode was taken, where well, the footage was taken from Spielberg was episode 10. Mm. Uh, and I don't remember what episode, Matalda, this was supposed to be taken from. But uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be, I guess it would be nice to have a bit more context of kind of where they're taking the scenes from. But also like the idea that we're kind of exploring this kind of as we go rather than knowing absolutely everything from episode one, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think I might try and watch a bit more Matalda, I think, just because yeah i've watched the first two episodes but now that we're mm. a bit further into vr troopers i'll watch a few more Metalder episodes just to i don't know maybe attempt to contextualize a few things <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. not likely I mean, i'm
1: wondering I- i'm wondering if because you know um ryan doesn't destroy the sawport brothers or whatever like, I'm wondering if that's going to be more of a thing in Metalda footage, that like he doesn't really blow up so many robots or people or whatever because he's an angry robot with a heart of gold or whatever. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, again, that could be another reason why they're not showing so much. But I could be absolutely making that up, and it might just be that this episode is the one where he showed mercy or whatever. So.
0: Yes, it's the one time Matalda shows mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Every other time, he's like horribly brutal, and that's why they haven't used much footage.
1: <laughs> uh, what do you think of it, though?
0: I I thought it was interesting. Like you could tell it was written by somebody completely different. Mm. The other the other episodes they felt like particularly Power Rangers E, and like obviously they were written by people who'd done episodes of Power Rangers, but yeah. like obviously this this person hadn't. So J.K. I, Richards or whatever yeah. they are. Yeah. So I thought that showed, and I quite quite liked it i was worried from that scene at the beginning with the whole you know like all men are brothers thing i thought mm. it was gonna end up being a bit shit but no it was obviously there was a few that i think every episode is gonna have some like dodgy editing but yeah i, I yeah enjoyed this yeah one. and the fact that they split up with purpose and not just because somebody was an idiot was also quite yeah
1: good. oh for some oh. reason, I forgot my virtualizer.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I've just forgotten everything. Because my bike <laughs> blew up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's Ryan? Oh, I don't know, JB. We'll have to just go, you know, fight Grimlord's bad guys by ourselves. And, like, Ryan's lying on the side of a road in California because <laughs> his bike.
0: You've been listening to take me back to my virtual reality where can people find you
1: on the internet Rob? Oh well they can find me on Instagram and Twitter uh, Robthez R-O-B-T-H-E-Z and also read my work in the Magpie which is the official Raspberry Pi magazine Uh, you know free downloads or you can buy it and help uh, you know fund the Raspberry Pi Foundation Uh, it's all about computers and using the Raspberry Pi and educational computing and it's very good and I enjoy working on it although I'm a bit tired after finishing it uh, the latest magazine on Deadline How can people find you Mark? They can find me on Twitter And Instagram at Bozo Robo Which
0: I'm going to spell correctly this time It's at uh, No it's not, oh my god It's at B-O-Z-O-R-O-B-O I don't believe that Like, like why, why? <laughs> I'm going to spell it right this time Ah uh... What I was, like, gearing myself up as well whilst you were, like, saying where people can find you. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to fuck it up this time. <laughs> Whatever, that's where you can find, I'm sure you can work out how to spell Bozo Robo anyway. I don't really need to spell it out at this point. We're six episodes in, so you've probably heard the others. <laughs> you can also find the podcast on Twitter at my VR podcast. Not been... Using that much over the past couple of weeks because I've been really busy finishing my uni work, but I'm done now, so I can return to nice. normality. I can return to VR my Troopers virtual reality.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you can find us on Spotify and iTunes and give us a good rating, kind of helps us in all those charts and stuff. So people who like VR Troopers, however, you know, many of those people exist, can find us. Uh, And until next time, remember, we all are VR.